1: bread and circuses podcast we're on uh, episode 25 25 crow that's like half a year that's like half a year longer than you thought we'd make it
0: yes but you (laughs) screwed up my intro yeah i did (laughs) that was my uh uh, tribute to burt reynolds
1: oh yeah okay (laughs) well as usual i am rooster this is crow well uh, how did you describe (laughs)
0: You know, last week I did a tribute to uh, someone. Did you know? Did you get it? No. Aretha Franklin. I sang You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you remember didn't, that You now. didn't appreciate that one either. No, I didn't. You stepped all over this
1: one. <laughs> Too bad. So, I, um, I hate you. I feel a little badly that last time I promised a fired-up crow. And in listening to the episode, we didn't really I milled,
0: it I milled it out quite a bit on that one.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> did. So with that in mind... I've prepared something here to, to unleash the beast and crow and get them all oh, fired boy. up about oh, these. Boy. Not only do we have some good topics for that, but I'm going to play this game called uh, 11 Things. Three things I believe and eight things I don't. It's for, up for you to decide. All right? So I'm supposed to decide? No, I'm just going to read them through. You do whatever you want. You know, that's for the listeners to figure out. But mostly this is meant to fire you up. So three of these things you believe and eight you don't? Eight I don't. You ready? Yeah, have at it. <laughs> oh god, this is going to be so fun. Uh I can't, I rehearsed this and can't even <laughs> do it with a straight face. Cuz I'm going to sit here and watch you just explode. I'll take my uh, glasses off so I uh, get the full effect. Colin Kaepernick is a national treasure. You may or may not be what you eat, but you aren't you aren't what you can't spell. John McCain is a pillar of political virtue. <laughs> Crow can't sing. Period. Fuck you. Gun control is the only way to save our children. Me oh. too is justified pay- payback to the patriarchy. Mm. Hillary Clinton was screwed by sexism and the electoral college. Alex Jones was right about the frogs.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Words are literally violence. <laughs> Matrans <My> rights. <laughs> michael eric dyson is an intellectual superhero Uh, i would like to swing on a star carry moonbeams home in a jar and be better off than i are but crow would rather be a mule (laughs) don't you know that song yeah yeah
0: but i didn't know that was part of the would you rather be a mule that's how it ends yeah that, that would line? you like to swing a
1: star, carry moonbeams home in a jar? Be better off in the jar. The be of would you rather be a mule? Yeah. You sure? Is and that and that it like goes a, into a mule as an animal with. Okay. You was know. that thought? Is that like a different variation? No, I'm just it? thinking that doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Why would you? Why would you pick that? So.
0: It's still hurtful. The All one, right. The one that really got me though is when you said I can't sing. I mean,
1: I, 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 I kind of some proved it last week. There are some things in there I may not believe. I may or may not believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh we got some really fun stuff to get into, but before that I wanted to talk I said last time we talked about Cody Wilson. Yeah. So Cody Wilson is the guy I can't remember his company. Um, but he made the three D printed guns. So basically he threw it out on the internet and, and these are the these
0: are the guns. There there's a couple people that have claimed to make three D guns and this is the one where he made it and it's extremely dangerous because it it like will blow up after the third shot. Is that the one?
1: No. This That's one's a different one. He keeps doing them. They okay, get... Because
0: there was one where they tested it at a... You saw the video of them testing at the range, and they had, like, the string to pull the trigger, and it was in a vice grips, and it just... The gun blew the fuck up after, like, the second shot.
1: No, this looks like... It It looks like um a kid's toy gun that you'd have, yeah. but it's all plastic.
0: That sounds like the same gun, from what I've... I saw, did you see that video of it blowing up at the range?
1: I don't think that was this one. Okay. Because he's done a couple of them, and... Uh, so he got a cease and desist order from I think the Ninth Circuit Court that said no, you can't, you can't just share this. Um, and I'm getting this timeline screwed up, I think, but they said basically that he can put it out there because it's just freedom of speech. He's not, he's just throwing it out there. And so this Ninth Circuit Court came in and said no, you can't. It's dangerous. You can't just throw it out there. And so he put it back on his site and said, okay, you have to buy it from me. Pay me whatever you want. Yeah,
0: and that bypassed the the. He believes
1: so, and his lawyer yeah. believes so too. But the point is, this gun works. Um, it may only work for five or six shots because it's a plastic gun. But then he also, I saw an interview with him six or seven months ago, and I think it was him who was selling this little machine. That you could, it was like a desk desktop drill, uh, and you could put it on there. Mounted on that, put a piece of a uh, chunk of metal in it, and it would bore out a barrel to put in this plastic gun. Oh,
0: that would make it a little more uh, reliable. Yeah. Well, you know, so, there's there's already people have made their own guns forever, um, and a lot of times it's made with like a, a piece of pipe and a, a clothespin with a nail in it, kind of thing. All you have to do is strike the end of the round at the primer and have, it, have something for the for the uh, bullet to f- fire through. And, I mean, it's not going to be very accurate because, you know, you have to have the rifling in the barrel. But, I mean, that's not that hard to, to, to rifle a barrel, I would imagine. If you well, you f-
1: wouldn't have rifling in a pistol barrel.
0: Yeah, there's rifling in a pistol barrel
1: well really? yeah oh yeah, all,
0: all, yeah it, it's it it does it'll make it the bullet yeah but bull, to make the bullet fly straight it has to spin
1: well I, I understand that but I never thought they rifled yeah,
0: yeah they're all they're all rifled there's a there's a twist in in every pistol girl. barrels
1: are really yeah. wow. well well shows you what I
0: know so but uh <coughs> I mean for close close range who cares I mean I, I' mean I guess a derringer probably I can't remember if a derringer has a twist because it's so short but I think it does I think it's got like a little quarter turn twist just to get the bullet to do a little spin when it comes out and <laughs> I'll keep it straighter so otherwise you got a blunder bus
1: <laughs> well I've just thought it was funny that everybody on the left is screaming about this saying well now everybody's gonna be 3d printing guns and it's gonna be chaos and but to your point you're allowed to make your own guns at home
0: yeah oh yeah yep
1: even without a, yeah, nothing even without a serial license even serial number on them and everything there's nothing illegal about it if you can make a gun you can make you can't sell them right and I don't think you can give them away uh but you can't you can't i was
0: gonna gift you a homemade
1: gun i can't do it no Uh, no thanks all right i'm not shooting anything that you put together (laughs) so uh but people are saying well now everybody's going to be able to have these and i think yeah you need what ten thousand dollars worth of materials to build one of these guns you can some and a
0: little bit of technical know-how i'd imagine
1: you can you can get a stolen gun from tons of different places. One that's manufactured by someone, yeah, it's probably got the serial number filed off of it. But I'll bet you in any uh any uh sort of uh what's the word I'm looking for? Blighted urban area. You know, parts of Minneapolis or Chicago or Detroit. You can find some area where you can buy a gun for 150 bucks.
0: I I don't know so much about that argument because I personally wouldn't have any clue how to go get an an illegal gun. So if I, let's say I was a a person that for some reason, psychiatric reasons or had a record or whatever, I was unable to legally acquire a gun. Like let's say I did something that had all my guns taken away and I can't legally purchase a gun. I wouldn't know where to go to get an illegal gun.
1: Well, I was uh, watching Rogan's podcast. He had Joey Diaz on there. A comedian mm-hmm. and Joey Diaz is like, you want to get a gun? He goes, let's go down to this basketball court down here. He goes, oh, for two hundred and fifty bucks, we'll get you a gun.
0: I, I don't. I think if I walk down to some inner city uh, basketball court and I go, hey, psst, hey, you look like you the kind of guy that would have a gun to sell illegally. Would you sell it to me? Do you think I'd get a, a gun, or do you think I get rolled in an alley somewhere?
1: I think they'd say you were a
0: cop, or that. Yeah. Either they'd say I'm a cop or or, they, or they'd or take me to somewhere and they'd go, okay, just uh, come between these two houses and I'll come out the back door. And, you know, the next thing three guys from wearing, wearing uh, uh, bandanas would come around and beat the living shit out of me and take whatever I have.
1: Yeah, maybe. My point is I don't think it's real hard to get a gun if no, you really I, want to get one. I think it's harder than you probably think it is. Well, I don't think you know how hard I think it is. <laughs> I just don't think... I don't think it's going to be that difficult.
0: I think your best bet is probably to steal a gun yourself from, like, break into someone's home and steal a gun from someone's home.
1: Yeah, probably. But my my point is the idea that you can 3D print a gun now is not going to mean there's tons and tons more guns out there. Cody Wilson's point in putting this out originally is that he would put it out there and other people would take the design and refine it and – Eventually, you come up with a much better gun. But,
0: but still, the, the in order to make something reliable that you, you wouldn't have to worry about, you're not going to do that. I mean, I, I think the, the risk is too high. I mean, if you make a mistake with it, and the thing can blow up in your hands, uh, homemade guns, unless it's...
1: Right. You're proving my point, though. My point is that the left is freaking out about guns yeah, that they, are way too... No, yeah. I'm, they're inefficient. They're not easy to make. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Um, don't work well. yeah, I'm
0: agreeing with you. It's 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 silly to worry about this right now. Yeah. So I mean, it's easier to, um, I mean, take a machete and kill somebody. I would imagine.
1: Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know. I so. haven't killed a lot of people with machetes. Mm-hmm. In fact, I haven't killed any people with machetes. I should try it sometime. <laughs> Some days you worry me. All right, uh, we got to talk about Muhammad Noor.
0: All right, now refresh everybody's memory on
1: this real quick. No, you do it. <laughs> uh, Mohammed Noor is a uh, former Minneapolis police officer. He was a police officer for, what, a year or two? and uh,
0: Diversity hire. Sh-
1: yep, shot, uh, allegedly, shot Justine Damond, who was a woman who was uh, from Australia, who was reporting a uh, possible sexual assault in an alley outside of her house. And Noor and his partner, uh, I can't remember his partner's name, but it's not really relevant, drove through the area to try and find it. Noor was riding in the passenger seat, and at some point, Justine Damon approached the car and either hit the back of the car, like tapped it with her hand or something on the door, and Noor fires from the passenger side through the door across his partner strikes her and she dies within a minute or so um well he just got charged today i think with uh over a year later well i look i don't get so pissed about that because i think you know you need evidence and you have to build a case and all that stuff i i like that the justice system moves slowly i'm not uh I'm not like you. Yeah, but Fidel. The, the
0: charges could have came earlier. I'm, you know. Yeah, the, maybe. the justice but... system works should work slowly and and uh, shouldn't uh, you know um, skip uh, you know, forward or ahead and, and bypass uh, you know the steps they need to take. But charging him with murder shouldn't have taken that long.
1: I know, but imagine. they're making a case. They want to make sure they've got it. They want to make sure uh, they're not screwing anything yeah, up.
0: Maybe there's something about the timing that I, I'm unaware of. So they don't want some stupid I'm not, technicality. I'm not raising my hackles, like like completely outraged or
1: this is outrageous but, we want your hackles raised but i but you're I, more fun when your hackles. but i am
0: annoyed because this case seems to have taken a lot longer to get to that conclusion of charging him than any other case where a police officer uh involved shooting happened and it was controversial and they went overboard to try to get it resolved quickly and get uh charges out there before um before there were riots. So oh I get it. I get why they didn't do this, because they know we're not gonna riot over this.
1: Because we're civilized. You wouldn't say that if he was white. You wouldn't say that if he was Muslim. Was a Muslim.
0: If it was a white guy that shot um, a Muslim, uh yeah, I, I wouldn't say that because there probably would be riots. You can't prove that. <laughs> don't get don't you know what you're it's not gonna work. Not
1: gonna <laughs> I work. will flip this table over, David. Mm-hmm. So I'll pour this beer on you, Lining Kugel Summer Shandy. It's very nice, actually. Um, so he was uh, he was charged today, and uh, in in this process, I'm taking this from the uh, ABC affiliate, Channel Five News here. Um, <laughs> court documents filed this week in Hennepin County. Prosecutors argue that Nor's own answers to questions. In his pre-hire screening, demonstrate that he was, uh, quote, unsuited for the job, unquote. I'm going to skip doing all the quote-unquote in here because there's a ton of it, but after reviewing the court filing, former MPD officer Michael Quinn agreed. He was a guy who did a bunch of training. Uh, This man should never have made it through field training. Quinn ran the Minneapolis Police Training Academy during the 90s. He said the incidents raised serious red flags about Nor's ability to carry out his job, among them, prosecutors Detail a minor traffic stop, uh, writing in the court filing that Noor pulled out his gun, carried it toward the car, and pointed it into the driver's window at the the driver's head before uttering a word.
0: And it was a minor traffic stop.
1: Yes. Prosecutors also point to an evaluation completed by Noor's field training officer who wrote that while phone calls were pending, Noor drove around in circles, ignoring calls when he could have self-assigned to them. In this review, Quinn said Noor demonstrated a pattern of behavior that should have disqualified him for the job. To me, either one of those would have been the end, of his, the end of his employment. But later it says, Psych tests showed, according to the court document, that Norris is likely to become impatient with others over minor infraction and infractions and is likely to exhibit difficulties confronting subjects. He self-reported disinterest in interacting with other people and reported disliking people and being around them. <laughs> This is a guy you want to make a cop. Uh, and that was the mayor at the time, Betsy Day. No, not Betsy Day. What's her name? Betsy? Uh, Hodges. Betsy yeah. Hodges. Sorry, my apologies to Betsy Day. Um, Betsy Hodges, who said uh, uh, basically they wanted to have. Yeah, they
0: wanted to make a diverse
1: force. Yeah. And she hired the current uh, police chief. Uh, Harto. No, Arredondo. Oh, okay. Got it. She ran Harto no, you're right. Sorry. Yep. And Eridondo, by all accounts, is good at the job. I don't have a problem with him, but um, Betsy Hodges was championing championing having the first uh, Muslim police officer in Minneapolis and everything. And it turns out it looks like they just ran him through because he was not qualified to be one. And had he been just – my supposition is that had he been any other white guy or woman – well, white guy for sure – trying to get into the department, they would have disqualified him. He was
0: exactly what when people talk about a diversity hire and and with disdain, which is what I do when I talk about a diversity hire, it's specifically because of this reason, because you're hiring somebody who is unqualified based on their race or their sexual preference or whatever minority status they have in order to what? To prove that diversity is our strength.
1: Yeah, instead of waiting for, you know, Someone of that background who's qualified to come along, they recruited one who couldn't do the job and then patted themselves on the back for having one.
0: So what, what if you go through two, three, four years and you don't get a qualified uh, Muslim or a Somalian applying or you get somebody that applies, but they don't, they're not qualified two, three years later. And you're like, you have to come out with a statement saying, well, why are you not diverse enough? Why, why, why is the police force not um, representing the community that it, uh, that it polices?
1: Because you have to have the balls and say nobody's nobody's met the standard. Well, you're racist. Of course you are.
0: Yeah. Because you can't tell me that not one Somalian in the community is is a qualified to be a police officer. Sir, that's racist.
1: It certainly is.
0: <laughs>
1: well,
0: is it racist that I'm bringing that up and being a jerk about it, or is it racist that you're not hiring? Yes. Okay. Well, can you imagine sitting in a car getting pulled over for? And you're not sure what the reason is. Maybe it's a, maybe you 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 didn't stop thoroughly at a stop sign, or you've got, or you didn't use a blinker at the right time. You get pulled over, and you're like, oh, I wonder what I did. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna sit here. Maybe I should get my wallet ready. Okay, you yeah. know, well, maybe I'll just sit here and wait for the police officer to show up. And you're like, okay, here you come. I can kind of see, but the the light's in my eye, so I'll uh, look. You look out your window and it's like, good morning. And you got a barrel shoved in your eye. (laughs) and you're like, Can you imagine the feeling like, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah. Well, I know that there are people who say, well, this happens to people who are driving while black all the time. First of all, it doesn't happen all the time. But the times that it does, we should do something about that. Because it's wrong, regardless of your race or religion or anything like that, for the cop to do that. The point of this is, this guy did it. And they let him stay, right? You know, if any cop did that, according to that training officer, they should have been disqualified, but they didn't disqualify this guy.
0: So this this is this is political correctness, diver, diversity bullshit run amok. Um, there's a serious consequence because of it, and uh, nobody on the left in the media really doesn't want to point that out or admit it.
1: Well, because because they did it, and again, I am not saying that. Non-white officers are inferior. I'm saying this particular one was, and because they hired him and passed over the stuff, he fucking shot somebody.
0: But the fear is from from the even anybody the, anybody that's in that department in a position of power or or any the fear is that they'll be considered racist. If
1: then people need to yeah. nut up and just yeah. say.
0: And I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm tired of this. Yeah, I'm tired of this cucking out when it comes to that kind of shit. It's like I, I, don't care. We are doing things based on merit. If there is, uh, and if there is a disparity based on that, then figure it out, your goddamn self, because we don't have to. We're not doing it through being racist. We're doing it because we have a standard set, and that standard has to be met. Period. Mm-hmm. And if you have a problem with that, fuck you, because it's you're gonna you're gonna uh, cause. Exactly what happened with, with this woman that was killed by having a police officer that's not qualified and you hired him because of diversity.
1: Well, same thing can happen if you hire any inferior cops, white, female, black, whatever,
0: sexual preference, gender, whatever uh, the first trans police officer, you know, you know, they're, they're going to have to do that eventually because that that's an underrepresented minority, right?
1: Uh, I'll bet you that one's already done. Well probably. But not in the Minneapolis department. Once somebody gets one, everybody'll have to have
0: one. I would be surprised if I hadn't heard of it because it would be a big deal to to the diversity pimps.
1: My uh I give you 2 to 1 odds on Portland or Seattle being the first town to do it if it hasn't already. Yeah. It's not going to be it's not going to be Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I think it's a tragedy that people should have to answer for. But no one will. I mean, this guy will wind up going to jail or something like that and her family, didn't you say, was suing him for like fifteen yeah, I just million heard dollars they're Today, never gonna get any. In money.
0: passing, so I didn't get to see the whole report. I just heard that the family is suing for fifty I don't know if they're suing the police department or if they're suing they're probably suing both, I would imagine. Police department. I mean the police department ultimately would be the one that you'd go after for this for, for hiring because they shouldn't have. Yeah. So and he he's not going to have money.
1: That's well, stupid. He should have never been there. You know, he just should have never been. And again, not because he was a Muslim or Somali. He just he wasn't good enough to be a cop. Right. And I feel the same way about anybody who's not good enough to be a cop. But the problem
0: comes when you see the the diversity crowd saying, "Well." There, there's underrepresentation. That's why when you've got places like what was it, Ferguson, where the police department was mostly white, was that where it was at?
1: Yeah, I think it was like 60 or 80 cops in the whole town, and like two of them are black.
0: Yeah, and so they're saying, well, you know, you have to hire more blacks because you're not representing the community here. Problem is, a more blacks weren't 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 uh, going out for jobs as police officers. Yeah, they, they weren't keeping them out. They did, they out did of... not want to be police officers. Either through the fact that it's just something they didn't uh, didn't think was important for for to do, or that there was a stigma in within the community that said you're a cop, you're a traitor to us, and you're not you know part of the part of the community, so that would keep them out. So how do you how do you try to get somebody to become a cop when they don't want to be a cop? Well, yeah. give them more money, give them preferences, and all that kind of stuff. Sure, but then you're going to get a lot of the shittier kind of people that aren't in it for the right reason, you know, because they're just there for the handouts at that point.
1: Well, I feel the same way about this that I do about any other volunteer stuff. You know, like, uh, I'm not, sorry, this isn't volunteer, but like volunteer organizations, people will say, um, you know, we should have more people and I coach my kid in little league baseball. They say, oh, we need better umpires and all this. And I always tell them, hey, they pay umpires. Why don't you sign up and do it? These parents are like, oh, well, I'm really busy. Well, then don't pitch about it. If you're not going to be part of that solution, I think the same thing should happen with if the black community, and I hate to use that, like it's a monolithic voting block. They are. Yeah, absolutely. Just like all whites are too. You know, All whites are all the same. They're all all racists. Yeah.
0: yeah, but the black community is a monolithic voting block. It is.
1: You're trolling me. No. Yeah, you're
0: trolling well, me. Here's the thing. You look at the vote, voting patterns of blacks. Most most conservative blacks that vote Republican will tell you this. They'll say, "Yes, the black community is a monolithic voting block for the Democrats. That's what they are." I mean, oh, yeah, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not.
1: I mean it like like people don't have different opinions and things. No, like no, that no.
0: Anymore. Within that, yes, but you're but but percentage wise, it's ridiculous that it's like you know, what is it, eighty six percent. I I don't know. De- it's, it's high. It's, it's, it's ridiculously high. high. So yes, it, it, it is a a voting block that has been taken granted for granted by the Democrats. But yeah, it is a, it is a it's an astronomical number.
1: Well, regardless, we're off track. Um, what I meant to say was, I hate to think of it as just like, oh, it's just this community, like they have a representative and they're all supposed to follow them. Um, when it comes to uh, you know them saying we need more black cops, uh, okay, cool, I agree with you then some of them should step up. And to your point, when they go to be cops, they're seen as traitors or, you know, hey, you don't deal with the cops. And I saw Dave Chappelle's skit the other day where he, he said basically, you know, I don't know if you know this, but amongst the black community, we don't trust the police. And in unless you actively try and get over that hump, you're always going to have it. So when they say, well, we need more black cops, you're right. Step up. You know, well, this reminds me and of and the it.
0: fire department too, where they less there is no stigma like there's with police with the fire department. But the fire department wanted to bring in more minorities. Uh, this was quite a few years ago. They wanted to bring in more women. They wanted to bring in minorities. So they decided when it comes to the women that women could not do the that they couldn't finish the testing. They got the firemen's carry. They all they all kind of you know failed. At, the, at every, every stage almost. And so they had, finally, they had to change the whole standards. And like the, the women that were going for uh, fire firefighter um, jobs, they were, they weren't able to carry a, an average size man.
1: Well, Adam Carolla has a whole thing about this when he was sort of getting out of uh, high school and bumming around for stuff to do, he applied to the fire department. And uh, he went to fill out the thing. guy said, yeah, I hope you're not in a hurry because we're not going to be getting back to you anytime soon. He's like, why? He goes, "Uh, we just aren't. He, th- he didn't think anything of it. And, uh, you know, he had submitted his application. He waits a couple years and nothing. Finally, I mean, he's doing other stuff. He forgets about it. And one day he gets a thing about, hey, you know, come on down. And uh, he goes, well, okay, I'm kind of doing other stuff. What the hell? I waited. Let's just go see what this is like. He's thinking, this can't be a bad gig. I mean, a paid fireman, you know, two days on one day off kind of thing and so he goes down there and he says he's standing in line with this smaller woman i can't remember if she's black but i think she was and he says just for the shits and giggles he's like so when did you put your application in? she goes last week and it was he got up there and they basically said yeah we're trying to hire more um more diverse firemen and fire fire persons but my thing is, I don't care who you are, what you are, what color you are. If the house is burning, I want you to be able to pick up a two hundred pound person and carry him out of there. Yeah. If you're a five foot two, hundred and fifty pound woman and can't do it, you can't be a fireman. If you're a five foot two hundred and fifty pound man and can't do it, you can't be a fireman. Well, was
0: it like twenty years ago? I was dating a girl, um, and her dad. It's been that long, huh? Her dad. <laughs> zing. Her dad was a uh, uh, police captain of the, the city they were in, and uh, he his wife was training to become a firefighter. His wife was Japanese.
1: This is not as good as your Wonder Woman story.
0: No, but she was Japanese and she was petite. She was like five foot three and one hundred and eighteen pounds, and she was, she damn it, she was gonna she was running every day and she was training with weights and all that. And I was around for all this, and I, you know, I back then I even thought well. She, she's not gonna make it no way no way she can become a firefighter and uh eventually it turns out that he had some pull the the um, my girlfriend's father had pull because he was the captain and whatever and they finally got around to changing the uh, standards and lowering them so that he didn't have to do so many pull-ups he didn't have to carry so much weight he didn't have to carry a, a certain amount of hose up a certain amount of stairs it was all halved or whatever and i still think she didn't make it i think she had to the first time she failed out of it so I didn't. I don't know how uh, the result of that because I broke up.
1: But <laughs> was it we was it you up. going ha? <laughs> that she caused you to yeah, uh, she caused you to like hit the that. road. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: yeah, and and I'm sure there there is a woman or women out there that could handle being firefighters. But if you're gonna lower standards just to get any woman in there, just get a woman in there. Any woman. That's the problem. It's the same with with trying to get diversity hires for a race. I I'm sure it does, there's plenty of uh, any kind of race that can handle being a police officer. I'm sure of it. But there's cultural things and there's all kind of societal things that keep that from happening. But if you're going to lower standards, that's not the answer. You know, the answer is to, to change the societal problems. Well, with that community.
1: You know, along those lines, you take someone like and I. I don't know the UFC as well as you do. So I don't know the current, like, best female fighter. I don't
0: either at this point.
1: Okay. But just use Ronda Rousey. I know she's been beaten and she's out at this point. But um, when she was at the peak, people were like, I bet she could beat a lot of men. I think, I don't know about you, she could beat me up, right? She could. I don't know if you think she could beat you up or not. But I'll guarantee you that you, and probably I, Could beat her in an arm wrestling competition. There was. Did you see that on Crowder's show? He had. uh, (laughs) They had this like CrossFit champion. I don't know if she's a
0: champion. She she was a CrossFit trainer. She was very proud of the fact that she did CrossFit a lot. And she's like, I can beat a guy arm wrestling. And Crowder's got a producer. They call him not Gay Jared. That's his name. I think he left the show by the way. Just recently. Yeah, I think so. Um, but uh, he they set him up, and he's a real skinny dude. They set him up, and I think they did the best two, best three or whatever, and he won every one without a problem. Yeah. So, And she was pretty upset about it. She was like, I really thought I'd beat him. It's well, like, that's just not how it works.
1: The Serena Williams thing when uh, John McEnroe was taking all the shit over it, and they're like, she's uh, she. why don't you say she's the best player? And he goes, because she's not. And they're like, why would you say that? And he goes, because she's a woman. Most yeah. of the guys would beat her. And it turns out she – I'm getting this from Ben Shapiro – uh, that she was training uh with some guy who was like ranked 200th. he's like some college age guy, and he beat her he lost one point to her one or one well, have you ever seen those videos one of the dead.
0: of the doubles where they had the the mixed doubles no tournaments where they have the men and the men pro and women pro and they 're on the on teams together um whenever it comes to the time for the men to serve, they serve to the women, and the women are laughing because they know they can 't hit it so like I think Serena Williams was, it was either Venus or Serena was one was of it? the mixed doubles. And she, and a ball comes flying at her. She had no chance of getting it from a guy. And she just laughed. She's like, yeah, there's no way I was going to get that.
1: Well, there was, to return it. there was a point very early in their careers. I think the difference between them is like three years. So they're like 19 and 16. Venus um, was the older one. And uh, Serena's the younger one. And they said, you know, we could beat any guy ranked uh, below 100. Or something like that and so they had them play the guy who was 100 and he beat the pants off of them and then they said no 200 but the point is they they can't beat the best guy they can't but, beat but, come, top 100 we are kind of
0: conflating gender with race in this and i don't want to really do that the point
1: i want to get to is whatever the thing is whether it's being a fireman or a cop or whatever you should be able to perform the duties to do it they shouldn't change the standards for the sake of having more diverse people in there,
0: and if uh, people can't make the standards, you, you, it's fine to try to figure out why, and, and and try to correct it. But no, you don't you don't lower the standards in the meantime.
1: You know what's funny is they won't accept it in sports. If you said if you looked at the NBA and said you know we need a lot more white guys in the NBA, so uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna lower the basket for white guys, and we're gonna instead of a three point line, if they make it, it's a five point shot. Right. If you did that, everyone would laugh at you. Right. You know? It's just it if you can do the job, you get to do it. So
0: All right. Well, I'm kind of I don't want to if I keep talking about if we roll it back around to Noor, I'm just going to get pissed off, so I don't want to.
1: That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, can not just reach over and slap you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it pisses me off. This whole situation with with Muhammad Noor pisses me off if I, if it hasn't if I haven't conveyed that. It 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 angers me to no end.
1: Well, it, it does. Everything
0: about it angers me: the the politics of it, the the culture aspect of it, and uh, and the hypocrisy of it. It, it doesn't
1: to... just anger me. A woman fucking died because of it. She died. Yeah. Because the guy was a moron and he shot her. Well, it's the same
0: thing about the girl. The girl that was killed by the illegal immigrant. It's it was a, a kind of the same thing. It's a, it was a preventable f- issue that. Um, was caused by the the multiversity bullshit.
1: Are you saying we need to have some sort of test for citizenship?
0: Sure, and I get rid of uh, racist. <laughs> get rid of uh, what is Hate-monger. it? Hate monger. What's the birthright citizenship? Get rid of that. Go ahead, hit me with it. Anchor babies. No, hit me with the, another racist. Racist. There we go. <laughs> Birthright citizenship, we need to get rid of that We need to get rid of chain migration We need to strengthen the borders We need to evaluate what it is That makes our society work And and when it comes to immigration Work towards that end Not towards just diversity
1: You are a hateful human being Mm. You should not be allowed to interact with children
0: I disagree Well, I don't want to interact with children So you can have that (laughs)
1: I'll give you that one Okay Let's uh, hit the Lucite Brick. Lucite Brick of Wonder. Uh, this is
0: Table Topics. It's a bunch of cards for people who haven't been listening. Uh, where and if you
1: haven't been listening, shame on you.
0: Random questions on these cards, and we answer them. So that, that's enough explanation of that. Here's the first one. Rooster, would you choose to only need two hours of sleep a night if it meant you would die seven years earlier? No. Why not?
1: Uh, hang on. Let me think. Well, first of all, I got kids, so shaving seven years off my life at this point in my life, not something I want to do, but let's think about that for a minute. So assuming you sleep six hours a night or eight hours a night,
0: Mm, usually six.
1: Okay. So let's just say eight to make the math work. If you're doing, okay, we'll say six. So you get four hours a night. That's basically takes a, that's one sixth. Of a day? No, you only need two hours of sleep. Oh, right. Okay, you're saving four hours. So you'd save four hours. Got it. So you save four hours a day. When does that up add up to seven years?
0: Well and also what are you gonna do with those with Exactly. Those hours? You know
1: Like I said, it'd be the same as if you won the lottery. Masturbate and play PlayStation. Yeah, teams. I
0: don't do anything worthwhile with most of my time anyway. So why would those extra four hours make it any different?
1: People go, you know, I'd I'd read more books or I'd learn to play the guitar or learn a language or something. No, you wouldn't. You'd sit and stare at the wall.
0: Yeah. Or you'd you clean obsessively like I do. <laughs> like, you're like, I gotta do something with myself and just start cleaning. All right. Well,
1: I mean, you have to you have to scrub down all the evidence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not funny.
1: All right. I think it's hilarious. Uh, all right,
0: rooster, outside of your family, Well, wait,
1: would you do the would you do the two hours you no, wouldn't no okay. i i actually enjoy sleeping so what if it felt the same what if you still woke like two hours of sleep felt like eight hours of sleep to you um no yeah seven years is a long
0: time. outside of your family who's been the biggest influence on your life other than uh crow i was just gonna say crow okay
1: other than crow it's and it's not been a good influence <laughs> it's made me far more hateful and no um I don't know. How about
0: you? President Donald J. Trump. Oh, God. MAGA. God.
1: <laughs> See, this is why you're a bad influence. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably a conglomeration of people. Like a l- little
0: bit of Trump. A little bit of what? This is me just staring at a crow right now. I mean a little bit of trump right if it's a conglomerate conglomerate i can't even say the word
1: a conglomeration. <laughs> a conflagration, conflagration. <laughs> no i would say there's no politician that's had any positive influence on my life mm. david duke no <laughs> no All right. you're projecting again robert mugabe i don't know who that is uh president of zimbabwe Oh, yeah. I recognize the name. He's not that guy who's um, – no, he's – that's the guy in South Africa. What's yeah. his name? We talked about him uh, Mugabe
0: destroyed Zimbabwe and Afri- South Africa's that on its kinda way. That almost kind of rhymed. South Africa's on its way.
1: It almost sounded like a little doctor Susi, huh? Oh. So, All right.
0: One more. Oh, wait. You didn't – oh, you said uh, come from come from right? <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people. All right. <laughs> If a genie gave you three wishes that couldn't directly affect you, what would you wish for?
1: Now, by not directly affecting me, could I wish for someone I know really well who owes me a lot of money to have a lot of money?
0: Well, that would be indirectly affecting you. So, yeah. Yeah. But then Um, you never guarantee getting that money. That person could say "fuck you." I I know,
1: and they probably would. Yeah, probably stop returning my calls. Um, well, of course, world peace.
0: I would want horrible peas.
1: Uh, but not for me Yeah, exactly right. Well, I suppose World Peace would For directly, everybody I hate I suppose World Peace Would directly affect me
0: No, I would make Everybody I hate Eat World <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: I would like No sick kids um, You know, like When I see those commercials About kids who are yeah. I would uh, You know, like the, What is the I Shriner? Know, some, some of them deserve it Shriner's God, you're a dick The Shriner's Hospital Thing with little kid's, like, cr- climbing up the stairs, and he's got the trach thing, in, and he's like, yeah. I can climb the stairs. Oh.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> See, you do have a heart. That's a rough one. Grinchy fucking yeah. chest of yours.
0: Or that little, that little kid that I just recently saw that put on the prosthetic legs and, like...
1: Look, Dad, I'm walking. Yeah, the one who's got uh, like the I'm walking, I'm walking. The deformed arms. I want to hug my mom. Oh my God. You know, I, I like to dance, and she does yeah. that goofy little dance, and you're like,
0: oh, she's so adorable. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would, I would want, I would want all kids. That's
0: actually healthy.
1: Yeah. So, um... God, I, you know, there's so many things you could say. I'd like the national debt to disappear, but but that I guess would that affect you directly. Affects me too. Well,
0: I, yeah, it would. What it depends on your definition of directly or indirectly. You know how I many because that might you might be able to argue that wouldn't be directly affecting you because there'd be separation, there'd be stages in between being uh, affected. So
1: I would like everyone who thinks communism and socialism a good idea is finally fucking wake up and realize it's not. Yeah, that'd be good. How's that? Yeah, it's a good one. How about you?
0: Uh jeez, I can't. Three wishes that wouldn't direct, directly affect me. Um, yeah, everything I... Want would well I, it's all about arguing indirectly directly so
1: well, give me an example
0: um, I would like um, Santa Claus to be real <gasps> what <laughs> that's just mean <laughs> are there any kids listening to this I'm listening to
1: you've ruined it for me um, wait who is Santa Claus then because Every Christmas Eve, I go to bed. There's presents under the tree. The next morning, hmm. I mean, maybe I,
0: maybe you just take a lot of ambient. I just get a flaming bag of poop
1: because <laughs> that's what you deserve. <laughs> All right, I'm done with it. It's one. like the step below coal.
0: This one's actually too hard for me. To th- I'd have to actually consider this for longer than we have. So, did you
1: ever see that X Files uh, episode where uh, Mulder is he he meets the one woman who can grant wishes? And it's always like uh, people always want selfish stuff.
0: Sounds familiar.
1: So he's like, I bet I can do this. And she goes, no, you can't. And he goes, uh, I want peace on earth. And so she makes everybody disappear. And he's going, damn <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: That's a pretty good one.
1: And so the end of the, I think the end of the episode is him writing out a wish. And it's like pages long. And he's going through it with all these stipulations and everything. But this, this woman, this entity's point was everybody always wants for themselves. You know, not something else. Well, even
0: if you think it's something you're doing is altruistic, you'd you'd want the recognition for it, usually.
1: Well, there was one point where, like, I can't remember how the whole story comes about, but she's going to give wishes to this one guy. And his brother's, like, in a wheelchair. And he's going, huh, let me see. What would I do? And she's looking at the brother, like, going, really? (laughs) Really? And so he, he asked to be invisible. So he runs outside and gets hit by a car. (laughs) And so she goes to the brother, the crippled brother, and goes, all right, you know, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you his wishes. And he goes, uh, I want my brother to be back alive. (laughs) But he's not like alive, alive. He's like, I mean, he, his heart's not beating, but he's conscious. So he wakes up and he's like, oh, (laughs) the whole time. And she's like, he goes, oh, make him stop. Make him stop. And so like that, it was, it was pretty funny.
0: Hmm.
1: But yeah, it's a good lesson. And. Altruism. That's hmm. like the that whole Brewster's Millions thing. You ever try and do that one in your head? You can have three hundred million dollars, but you have to spend thirty million dollars in thirty days. You can't give it away. It can't be in things you can keep. And, right. You uh, can't
0: nothing you can't have anything that's worth anything. Yeah. So he decided politics was the best bet. I don't I don't remember. I just remember Yeah, he the decided exercise. politics and he basically I think he, he got elected. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that's pretty dumb.
1: I don't think I could spend thirty million bucks that way, thirty days.
0: Yeah, without having something to show for it.
1: Even if you took everybody you know out to lunch, the most—if you went to like a town and said, "I'll buy lunch for the next thirty days," probably I
0: probably could do it, and it'd be a cheap way to do it, or like a like a like a cheating way. I would just hire out like three or four jets, and I'd fly people and myself all over the world. You'd burn through that so fast.
1: I don't know if you'd get there.
0: That jet fuel is crazy expensive.
1: I know. But there was, a when, when I first was trying to do this, I lived in a, a sort of rural town of like 10,000 people, and the big restaurant in town was like a Perkins, and like if you bought everybody in town dinner at the Perkins every night for 30 days, the sales in that restaurant anyway, over the course of a year, are like two or three million dollars. Yeah, Dropping the bucket. Yeah, you're just like, yeah. that's not going to do it. I'd like to figure out that, I think the
0: jet fuel thing would work. You get enough of them.
1: Yeah, maybe. You can't
0: give it away, so it'd have to be something that you you have to have a reason to do you it. You have to
1: pay retail for it. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't no, say, saying, well, I'll you pay couldn't double. Just,
0: you couldn't just pick people up off the street and say, you're, you're getting a free airplane ride because that'd be charity.
1: No, you could do that. He did that in the movie. Really? Yeah, he was just, he picked some guy and said, you're going to drive me around kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, you could do that. So... All
0: right, let's uh, move on to the Just
1: next. Just an Uber back and forth across the country, continually. Yeah. Making phone calls on burner phones and stuff. Yeah, you could do it. So. All
0: right, let's uh, let's move. We're running up on time here, so we got a lot of subjects to get to, so we're not going to get to all of them.
1: Let's do this New York Times op ed thing.
0: All right, this happened. We talked about this last time, uh, when Trump.
1: Oh, we also said we'd get to Jimmy's famous seafood too. Wait, oh wait, the New York Times op-ed. Which that's the it? that's the thing that just came out with the, the uh, um, anonymous person in the okay. Trump White House. Right. Going, this
0: isn't one we talked. This isn't one that we were going to talk about last time. This I was talking about the Trump South Africa tweets.
1: Oh, so well, let's do the New York Times op-ed thing. All right. So somebody within the White House, the inner circle, a high placed official. They said, or a senior official,
0: senior official.
1: Said, yeah, the guy's an idiot, and we're reining him in. Was it
0: Bob Woodward?
1: Feel safe, America. I don't think it was Bob Woodward who did it.
0: No, he's the one that... that.
1: He's the one who had the book that just came out.
0: But he's the one that facilitated having this article published, isn't he?
1: No, Bob Woodward just published a book. I can't remember what it's called, but basically it was... um, And it's the way he always does it. It's someone told me that they overheard uh, General Kelly saying, the guy's an idiot. I'm barely hanging on here. Uh, And then they go to Kelly and he goes, I never said any of that stuff. But you can't really go after someone because it's an anonymous source that told Bob Woodward that the guy said that. And they said the same thing with Mattis. Mattis was like, you know, he's got the understanding of a fifth grader or something like that. And Mattis is going, I did not say that. I absolutely didn't say it. And I can't believe either one of those guys would be stupid enough to say anything like
0: that. Yeah. It's just more of the same bullshit. Uh, trying to discredit Trump and the media salivating over. Her. I mean, what was it last week where the uh, what's the lawyer that said he, uh, Lanny da- Lanny
1: Lanny Davis Lanny Michael Davis. Cohen's lawyer? Yeah, wow. who's also the Clinton's lawyer, and yep. he goes, uh, "We have um, we have a source that says, what was it that her overheard the meeting with Cohen, that overheard the meeting with Trump, that Trump knew about the." Trump Tower meeting with the Russian, and then Lanny Davis goes, "Well, okay. Turns out it was me, and we shouldn't have misspoken like that." So he was saying that he was, without saying that it was him, and then he had to recant that whole thing. Yeah. And CNN still wouldn't drop the story because they said, "No, we have it from other sources." Well, who are they? You know, it's it's bullshit. People are just making this stuff up, and this is where the this is where the fake news thing comes up. You know, when you're just making things up, and and I say making it up because you can't prove it's real. If you can prove it's real, prove it's real. Yeah. So, for example, they were saying that uh, in this New York Times op-ed, this person was saying, there are many of us who have thought of invoking the, is it the 25th Amendment? The uh, president unfit for the office kind of thing. I don't know. Basically, they get to declare them, you know... Uh, um, mentally unstable or unfit or whatever and i've heard some commentators today saying well then do it if you think he's unfit do it if you're really thinking you're gonna invoke that then do it yeah but they don't want to do that because you know then, it, then it's real The problem
0: i'm having is with this whole all these um unnamed sources that the meat that the journalists have been using to to disc, you know, to try to discredit the Trump administration and make Trump look like a fool he, he can make himself like a fool look like a fool by himself a lot and sometimes he's you know crazy like a fox and all that kind of shit but they're trying they're using this thing this uh, unnamed sources and stuff and it just seems like such a bullshit maneuver it doesn't seem like something like a journalism school should say I don't know if I've never been to journalism school but you would say what what do you do when it comes to unnamed sources well it's like a it's like when it's when it would cause damage to the person or cause their life to be in danger for speaking up then you can probably use an un, unnamed source because you know you don't want to put their life in danger by putting it out but it's important well, all right that makes sense where in any of this is anybody's life in danger?
1: Well, I think they're making the case the other way, that the president's unhinged, and that by not putting this out, they're putting people in danger. But I don't buy that for a second. And look, at the risk of... But
0: then but then that source should be fucking named.
1: Right. At the risk of us sounding, you know, hypocritical, people are going to say, well, you guys are making accusations, and you're not putting your real names out there. This is different. We're not accusing people of crimes. We're not saying, uh, you know... The president is unfit for office, and we have information that shows it. But just trust us; we're we're not accusing anyone of anything other than being. Yeah, this is just this is an opinion. That's, yeah, we're just having opinions about stuff. Yeah. You know, we're not we're not saying the you know having claiming to have some inside anonymous information on how the president is not fit for the office or.
0: Well, yeah, I don't I don't say Mohammed Noor should be in jail for murder because I've got somebody on the inside that told me that he really wanted to murder white women. Yeah. You know, someone told me that. I mean, I'm not, I can't tell you who said that to me, but it's true. That'd be, it's just as fucking stupid
1: as what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, we'd be cowards if we did that. And I don't know. I think if you're going to have opinions like this, you got to stand up in a lit room and say, this is me. And here's what I'm saying. So, yeah. we got time to do Jimmy's famous seafood quick.
0: Yeah. Oh, I just want to talk. A friend of mine, um, another podcaster, had a, a post on facebook that uh that young hip website that new young hip website facebook <laughs> it says the current question in my mind is how much do i trust bob woodward that's what he put on there and then people were responding
1: this is a podcaster you know
0: yeah and uh we'll this get is... him on the show eventually
1: oh okay all right
0: and uh so that was a pretty interesting question And there's people saying well yeah he's a he's a pulitzer prize winning journalist he helped break watergate he, you know um and trump is a is a big fat mean liar so who would you trust don't against? forget
1: mean yeah, yeah. mean so I'm glad you got that in there
0: yeah so it's pretty interesting but i had to reply to this because there was a lot of people saying that kind of stuff well this guy is a cream of the crop you know he's and uh this podcaster was was kind of like saying well you know he he is in the media and the media has been known to really lie lately and and, and hyperventilate about things and say they have one thing and then turns out to be bolt full of shit. And, and So I wrote, uh, what was my response here? I go, uh, by all means, trust the report, impeach the president, and put the deep state back in charge where it belongs. Hail Hydra.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah.
0: So yeah, let's move on to the Jimmy's Famous Seafood.
1: So what was it, last week? Um... You know, PETA is doing their usual thing about how eating meat is murder, and
0: yeah, they put they put up billboards all over uh, strategically, trying to get people to not eat.
1: And they did it. They did it in Maryland, yeah. and if you've never been to Maryland, and even if you haven't, um, I was there a few years ago, and all over the place, it was in Annapolis and then Baltimore. They have these T-shirts that say Maryland has crabs. Yeah, I mean, because people there eat them all the time. Um, and it's kind of funny t-shirt but they put a sign up Peter put a sign up that said showed crabs and it says i'm me not meat or something like that yeah so jimmy's famous seafood started trolling them on twitter brilliantly and do you have some of the tweets there
0: well the first thing they posted was uh just a big picture of their uh, cooked a plate of steaming blue crabs in old bay seasoning I look good too. And they just said, good morning at PETA. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, PETA tried to get back at them. um, That, uh, you know, uh, we shall not be deterred by taunts because no one wants to be boiled alive. And we suggest you incorporate vegan options like these restaurants. And then they put out a list of uh, the best uh, PETA recommended, you know, vegan uh, restaurants. Um, uh, so Jimmy's uh, said, you know, we, well, yeah, you don't want to be boiled alive, but you want to be slaughtered. Got it. And they put a post on the about PETA's um, secret slaughter of kittens and kittens and puppies. There's a report on what they do with their little uh, unwanted pet shelter things or whatever.
1: Yeah. So, well, they have a shelter. They say is like a a last option shelter or something. And it turns out they, according to Couple different sources they wind up euthanizing like 90% of the animals in there, yeah.
0: <laughs> so at one point, uh, PETA gave up, or as Jimmy's tweeted, this is Jimmy's disappeared like the Hulk in Infinity War after Thanos laid those hands. <laughs> <laughs> but they they kept taunting him, so uh, they just kept posting stuff left and right. It's pretty funny. So, uh, what's the funniest one? Oh, they show uh, photos of people eating the crabs and. Um, they have a, a picture of the Peta building, and come outside and show your face, Peta. Looked <laughs> like they're standing in the parking lot. Oh, Peta building,
1: and they taking a the picture. God, Larry Korea had great stuff on this. Uh,
0: be sure to try our vegan options. As one of them, they show a, a show their um, like a salad plate or something.
1: I'm trying to find this here.
0: Yeah, they're, yeah. They just pretty much nonstop, but it's pretty funny stuff. It's pretty savage. So
1: I just thought it was great that they just kept going after him. I mean, they didn't, they didn't give in or anything. Oh, uh,
0: some girl named Megan Miller tweets, a child, childish taunts are good for business, apparently. And Jimmy's tweeted back. Look, we won't give you hair advice and you won't give us business advice. Cool. Cool. And she's got like bright red hair.
1: Yeah. She's still not, she's still not going to date you. A for effort, though. Rad effort.
0: (laughs) Oh, did you see this guy that white knighted for her? No. uh, Kip, Graham, goes, yo, yo, Jimmy's, let's be real for a moment. Megan's hair is super rad. So trying to make a joke about her hair is lame as fuck. And it's 2018. Can we not all just be besties? And once again, her hair is super rad. Your friend, Kip. And then uh, uh, Jimmy's uh, tweets back, she's still not going to date you a for the effort though rad effort
1: <laughs> i love that somebody uh this carl booton comes back to uh to jimmy's goes trash imagine taunting an animal charity's honorable intentions honorable with O U. Learn to
0: that's well that's a british spelling
1: learn to spell american uh honorable intentions to increase welfare for living animals The truth is, companies like you are what's wrong with the world. You basically rape the ocean earth for your own profit. Animals don't exist to be exploited by humans. Jimmy's comes back with, rape jokes aren't cool. After you hit puberty, come tweet us again and we'll give you a proper roast. Until then, remember the boogeyman isn't real.
0: (laughs) They did did quite a few tweets. I was surprised by how much they did. They just basically wouldn't stop for like all day, it seems like.
1: (laughs) This guy, he's British and he keeps coming back. He's like, we aren't afraid of you and... Jimmy's goes, don't forget, if it wasn't for us, you'd be speaking tough, tweeting in German right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's the uh, one with the football player? Um, they tweet something about uh, some basketball city. Basketball oh, Okay, basketball. Uh, paying too much money for a player. And then he actually, the player actually got on there.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's uh, this guy goes, just finished, uh, just finished this red-eye flight from Seattle to Chicago. I was sleepy as hell until I ran across Jimmy's. Uh, seafood repeatedly slaughtering PETA I'm wide awake now so this guy's from Chicago and Jimmy's goes if MJ comes out of retirement to play for y'all again we'll come along as part of the package too guy goes what about Zach Levine instead Mike is 50 something and probably uh, probably 250 probably pounds hashtag no thanks Jimmy Jimmy seafood goes how about you give us the 78 million you wasted on Levine and we'll give you free crab cakes for life and Levine tweets back How oh, did he say uh, God, I can't remember it. I'm trying to find it here.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty... Their response was pretty good. It was like uh, two words or something like that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Zach Levine goes... Um, he goes, that's all right. I don't like crap. And they go, or defense. Ah,
0: there we go. Yeah, that
1: was pretty good. <laughs> that's funny. So.
0: Well, I like that in a company, though, that they're, they're kind of cheeky, making fun of the whole situation. And being... Like, uh, un-PC about it. That's what I like about it.
1: I just... I stop caving into everybody all the time. Yeah,
0: don't apologize for anything.
1: I mean, if someone calls you a rapist or a sexist or all that... I'm sorry, racist or a sexist. Uh, you call him a rapist. Prove it. Show me, show me the proof. Yeah. So. You know, racist is becoming a word for people I disagree with. You know? Yeah. So... Well...
0: All right. I think maybe that would be it for to, for this uh, episode.
1: Let's wind her down, huh? All right. Well, thanks again. If you want to contact us, you can do it at uh, Rooster at
0: Bread and Circuses Podcast or you didn't let me finish. Okay, we'll try that again. Rooster at Bread and Circuses dot com or Crow at Bread and Circuses com.
1: Complaints to Crow.
0: Yeah, I'll take him.
1: Yeah, because he's uh, he's I'm lonely. A- I'm lonely and
0: sad. Anything will do.
1: <laughs> Wow, I wasn't going to go there. But, uh, well, you know, it's the truth and it hurts. Talk to you later. See you. Bye.